Jen. I'm the witch. Hi, I'm Vic. I'm the skeptic. Welcome to my roommate's a witch. We are talking about Sabrina. The oh, the chilling tales of Sabrina. Um, the Christmas episode, or should I say, the Yule episode? Jen, first thoughts, opinions, takeaways. Jen didn't watch all of it. She has maybe like what fifteen minutes left. Yeah. I mean, I can already tell it's kind of a problematic piece of trash. Wow, because I watched it and I thought, you know, after our talk about Yuletide, or the Yule <laughs> Festival holiday, it's just Yule. Or the Winter Solstice. They at least got the name right. Um, I was like, oh, I see that. Jen talked about that. That's interesting. Is what I thought. At what point did I tell you I signed my name into Satan's <laughs> book? Woo! I'm getting feisty with the mic. I just smacked Victoria. No, but we already talked about that, I feel like, when when I talked about the Chilling Tales before. So I knew you were going to have issue with that. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that, like, became apparent to me very... I'm not here to totally bash this show. I do think it's, like, cinematically beautiful. I appreciate... Like, I think if I was a not-witch person, I think, like, the storyline would be something that would be interesting and, like, enjoyable to... I mean, of course, spooky. But, like, I do believe, like, it's not a bad show from a, like... <laughs> to say from a Christian point of view. No, I was going to say from a craft standpoint, oh. from like a craft perspective, like like a director's craft, a writer's craft, N- not a witchcraft, but a director's craft, a writer's craft. That's fine. Um, I think like the biggest, my like core problem, and I think like, look, no TV show because paganism is. Well, guess, should we say spoilers? Yeah, spoiler alert. Okay. Um. I just think that, like, so there's, like, many different branches of paganism, um, and each one believes slightly different things. So there's no way for a TV show to make every single witch happy. But there are some things which are, like, generally agreed upon, and the first of which is that Satan is not a thing. Because Satan comes from an Abrahamic god, a.k.a., like, Jesus. You know, like, the concept of Satan does not exist without Jesus. There's darker deities. There's the horned god, which Satan is based off of. But there is no such thing as Satan. That's not real for witches. (laughs) I say that's not real as I'm, like, (laughs) saying witchcraft is real, but Christianity isn't. I hate that. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you believe in, like, Wicca, witchcraft, paganism, like, there's no, like, Satan's, you, you can't sign your name in Satan's book. Because there is no Satan to begin with. I will say, however, from a remake standpoint, I do think there's a Satan in the 90s version. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, Albeit, I think he is a goofball. (laughs) I don't really remember. Okay, so first of all, I wrote notes about this production. I also have notes. Can I say something to the 90s Sabrina thing? I just think, like, I I totally get what you're saying about it being, like, a remake. But, like, I do believe that this show, from what I've seen, does try to, like, dive into, like, true occult practices. Whereas the original Sabrina was like, boom, there's a cat. (laughs) Boom, there's a dog. Boom, there's a llama. Um, (laughs) It was was only summoning animals. That was the only witchcraft practice. Well, I wasn't allowed to watch it. (laughs) Then how do you know? I just took a guess. Really? I was like, oh, it's clearly right. It was very accurate. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I just think, so yes, I totally see, I see that. But I also think if you're going to be showing like true occultism, like you have to at least get your story straight. 
Okay. Would you like to go get your notes, or are they just in your head? Oh, I have them written down. Oh, okay. I'm going to get them as soon as you start. You seem like you want to talk, so. First of all, like two minutes in, (laughs) she says, not even two minutes in, well, maybe with the credits, she says, praise Satan. I thought it was a secret that they were all witches, (laughs) and she says it to a townsperson like it's no big deal. It's also like, I'm sorry, I'm just going to have, you can just... No one is praising Satan. That would make them Satanist. And Satanists can pra- practice witchcraft. But not all witches are Satanists. And not all Satanists are witches. Um, what is that? It's like, um, all squares are rectangles. But not all rectangles are squares. All jacuzzis are hot tubs. But not all hot tubs are jacuzzis. Jacuzzi's a hot tub brand. Yeah, it's a brand name. All right, listen up. Then they mentioned a Yule tree and a Yule log. And I thought, Jen can take no issue with that. Well, except their Yule log was not decorated. <laughs> I can take some issues with their portrayal of a Yule log, actually. <laughs> Stand by. Um, I, I'm not sure. Oh, <laughs> all my words are in all caps. Um, so something that really. Is, is this an all caps situation? <laughs> this is an all caps situation. Um, so here's the deal. I. Yes, Yule log does, in fact, is. So Yule is takes place on the winter solstice, which is the longest night of the year. However, something they said early on was, oh, it's the longest night of the year where the veil is the thinnest. And that is actually not true. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, it's not true. Samhain is when the veil is, in fact, the thinnest. It's not the winter solstice. Now, Yule logs do keep away wandering spirits. They do believe, so because it is the longest night of the year, spirits do have a tendency to, like, wander about a little bit longer. But the veil is not the thinnest. So if you're going to do a seance to contact your dead mom, you probably should do it on Salwin, not on Yule. That is, that is like, simply the wrong holiday. So it's kind of like, I do feel... Something I've been reading a lot on this week is like the commercialization of witchcraft. And I do feel like they chose to do like make this a thing for Yule because they wanted to capitalize like on the Christmas season. Like on like having a Christmas special. Yeah. But like it is just incorrect that the veil is the thinnest on Yule. That's objectively false. Of course, assuming you believe in the veil in the first place. (laughs) Um, I also... I also think, like, a thing that they they focus so much on the Yule log be- warding away demons that, like, they sort of missed that, like, a Yule log is also celebratory. It's, like, a celebration and it's welcoming the light back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's both. And I think that was just another thing is, like, they, they really portrayed Yule as a super dark holiday. I mean, I understand that the whole show is, like, pretty dark, but Yule is, like, a very pleasant happy like it's it's one of the solstices it's like one of the big like happy celebratory holidays it's about feasting and family Mm -hmm. um and so i mean i i'm not sure i would have been less offended if i think i would have been like three percent less offended if this was like a solid episode (laughs) i would still be like hmm but yeah um sorry i didn't mean to jump your notes no that's okay I was going to say uh, about Yule, actually. I can't believe we did a whole episode about Yule and I didn't even mention the Yule ball in Harry Potter. I don't remember. Neville takes Ginny? You don't remember this? No. Someone came into my work today called Ginny and I had a field day. Um, so first of all, I would like to say they mention apple cider. I have a story about apple cider. This is a quick tangent. By all means. Yesterday, I 
was on my way to work. I stopped by a little outside cafe and I said, you know, give me this, this food item. And then they were like, do you want anything to drink? And I said, do you have cold apple cider? And the girl at the cash register goes, you want the apple cider cold? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, cold, like not heated up. (laughs) I was like, yes, that's just apple juice. (laughs) And so then I pay for it. And the other woman that's like making, going to make the drink comes over and she's like, so you want cold apple cider? And I was like, yes, how hard is this to understand? I'm sorry, I'm a weirdo. I mean, did they give it to you? Yeah, they did. I mean, I think it's just, you know, usually people want warm drinks in the cold wet. I mean, it was raining. Okay, so we did the whole keep the log lit, solstice for a seance. I have a, I have like a question about the i'm confused yeah i have like a plot question because i don't this i I just jumped in to see episode 11 um so she like came out as a witch to her friends yes yes um they can't see you nod victoria for the record yes um okay that line where i guess this is a little nitpicky but that line where it's like oh are your friends upset like i've like literally told all of my friends that i'm a witch and they were all like okay whatever no one really cares well, they're 14. Or, no, 16? I think, no. I mean, I think, yeah, maybe that era people would have cared. They're 16. I guess my other, but my question is, like, did she not say to her friends, I'm worried they're going to judge me because I'm a witch? And then the one friend was like, but I speak to the dead? <laughs> yes. Well, okay. So. <laughs> she doesn't speak necessarily to the dead. She has, like, the cunning is what they're calling it. And she can see things. Like, she knows things. I think she actually might see the future. So she's, like, an intuitive medium. Yes, yes, yes. So why would she have a problem with Sabrina being a witch? Well, she just found out she's this medium. (laughs) How did she find out? It started happening to her. And she was, like, losing her eyesight. And her grandma was like, don't you even worry about it. You're going to have other sight. That's a really interesting. Do you know about the, like, blind seer trope? Oh, wait. Um, okay, if you if you had seen Hercules, which was my sixth birthday party theme, you would know that the three people have Fates one, have one eye that they share. Yeah, well it's also that's such a huge trope, right? It's like Tiresias in the Odyssey, the blind future seer. It's a really big trope in Greek, Roman yeah, yeah, yeah. Li- ancient literature that like the blind see the dead. So that's interesting that they chose to hearken into that. Hmm. Doesn't save the show. Okay, also, I don't know if you picked up on this, Mrs. Wardwell, bad news bears, she a demon. Yeah, I guess that's why, why is she, I just was like, oh, she's praying to Satan now. (laughs) That makes her a Satanist, (laughs) not a witch. I guess she can be both. I thought that was strange. I don't think she is a witch. I think she is a demon. Let's look it up. She says her name at the end of the first season, but I don't really remember. I guess I just have to, like, for the purposes of this conversation, buy into... I'm just really struggling to jump the hurdle of being like, Satan's real. Um, Yeah, yeah, but, okay. Uh, I thought I had something else to say on her. Um, Oh, in my notes, this is all capitals. WTF is this devil imagery. Solstice, question mark, fail, question mark, all caps. Wrong holiday. (laughs) Um, no, it, so they say Miss Wardwell is Lilith, the world's first 
Jen's gonna have a fit. <laughs> so you're familiar? Do you, uh, so for our listeners at home, I'm not sure how much Sabrina has informed or misinformed you. Um, Lilith is part of a myth of primarily Jewish, Jewish origin. The myth goes, so God, when God created Adam, he created him from the soil, right? And then he, before he made Eve, he tried to make a wife for Adam also out of the soil, but she wouldn't submit to Adam. And she was kind of a bitch. So she was expelled. <laughs> she was kind of a bitch. So they expelled her from the Garden of Eden. They kicked her out. And then they were, and God was like, so to make sure that your wife submits to you, I'm going to make Eve from your rib. Oh, you're saying he tried to make Eve also from the soil. They didn't teach me this in Bible school. It's probably because it's a Jewish myth. Um, yeah, so the God, God like f- tried to make Eve from the soil. He fucked up. We get Lilith. So then he made Eve from Adam's rib so that she would submit right. to him. This is also how I spent literally the first 17 years of my life, believing that men had one less rib than women. But can I ask you this? When you say myth, do you mean it's in the Bible or it's not in the Bible? I I could I might be wrong. Um, it's not in the Bible. It's in like a, a like ancient Jewish texts. While you confirm or deny that, um, a lot of people have like sort of latched onto Lilith as this like feminist icon symbol, like because she's a badass who got kicked out of the Garden of Eden for not submitting to the men. <laughs> so that's interesting. Ooh, she hot. There's a portrait. Yeah, I mean, she was also, they, they kicked her out because she was bitchy, slutty, and wouldn't submit, which is the same reason I left the church, so. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think she's in the Bible, but I think she's in other texts. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's interesting that they chose Lilith as an archetype for her to be, especially when she works for the devil, because Lilith is usually interpreted as a symbol of not working for any man. Mm. I mean, I guess, I, I, I okay, just take over. Um, so everyone in this town is dressed like they just got out of World War II, is what I wrote down. <laughs> it's true, especially when they're in line to see Santa, all those children. Okay. I'm not sure if you're getting here. I just have a question about, like, what is the, like, how are, are they, it, they, they talk about the underworld, and they talk about limbo. Is there, like, a, like, how is there? Yeah, so in the, in the first season, Sabrina goes to like before you explain that can you explain to me how their like religious structure is set up (laughs) like i just is there a heaven like is it are we still in abrahamic christian deity land or unclear uh maybe i just don't remember i no you know what it is it's that witches live forever unless they're killed but then i don't know what happens to them when they die (laughs) You just coughed. <laughs> um, no, so she, Wardwell, like, tethers her to Earth with, like, a string, and she, like, passes into limbo. And in limbo, you're going to love this, there are, like, soul eaters that roam around and randomly eat people's souls. And that's what happens to Tommy. Harvey Kinkle's brother. Her boyfriend. Her ex-boyfriend. Wait, so her ex-boyfriend is dead? I thought the ex-boyfriend was that floppy-haired boy who she gave a gift of never-ending pencils to. Yes, his brother is dead, and it's hashtag all Sabrina's fault. And now she's trying to sleep with his brother? That's crazy. What? No. Her boyfriend is the floppy-haired guy. His brother died. 
Oh, I thought you were saying her boyfriend is dead in the underworld, so she's just moved on to his brother. <laughs> Can I tell you? Okay, this is really weird, but I have like a penchant for looking up weird things on Wikipedia. And the other day I was going down a rabbit hole with the kings and queens of England. And Queen Elizabeth II, right now, our current queen, her grandfather's wife was first engaged to his brother and then the brother died and so she was like well i still want to be queen so then she married the second oldest son well technically like based on bible standards if you're if a man is married to a woman and he dies she's supposed to go on to his brother that's what my granddaddy did my grandma who did that my granddaddy's mama that's what she did you're like that's what my granddaddy's mama did is that offensive i'll cut it out it's fine, Victoria just thinks I'm a hick. <laughs> That's Appalachia granny magic. What's Appalachian granny magic? It's a sect of witchcraft. Okay, first I was like, what are those statues, Roz? Uh, this is bad. I- I'm getting flashbacks to an episode of Doctor Who where all the mannequins come to life. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah, that was... No, but I... I, I like when the tear drips down the creepy doll's face. Yes. I didn't like that. <laughs> And then I was, I was like, like uh, I was like, get that bitch some amethyst. <laughs> and then I was like, um, uh, he's gonna. Make, I first I really thought the statues were gonna come to life, and then I was like, oh no, he makes them into the statues. Secondly, I thought, why aren't you just gonna double check the Yule log is still lit before you start this seance? No, the Yule log was lit. It got put out by, like, the seance happened. Spooky spirits extinguished the Yule log. No, Miss Wardwell extinguished the Yule log. That was the whole scene where she, like, takes the water and she pours it down the roof of... Oh, didn't that happen at the same time as the seance, though? Or am I just confused? No, I think you're confused. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's all. Maybe it did. Well, I mean, I think... Okay, so something I thought that they did portray well-ish... it's probably unwise to hold a seance with you and your inexperienced, newly <laughs> clairvoyant witch friends. Um, so I thought it was a really interesting choice that they were, they were like, we would have helped you contact your mom. <laughs> like the aunts. I was like, oh, that's actually pretty good. And I do think it is a good like, like, yeah, shit usually like a experienced witchcraft practitioner would know how to handle when your <laughs> mom's ghost gets double possessed or whatever happened. Um, yeah. So I guess that was okay. I don't understand this note. What does it say? I wrote, is someone with you? Which I think is a quote. And then I put, and this is, I think, me writing. I put, of course someone is with you. And first, I thought it was going to be Krampus. And then you hear the children laughing, and that's even worse. Wait, what? Oh, I think this is, okay. This is when the Yule lads, did you get this far? Okay, the... (laughs) So the spirits that enter the house are called Yule Lads. And, yep. And someone's like, who's in this house, whatever. And at first, I thought it was going to be Krampus, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I love a good folklore. But then you hear the children laughing, and that's even worse. I ruined my own joke. (laughs) My joke was the children are worse than Krampus. Okay, um... The Yule Lads work for this witch called Gryla who wants a baby, so they steal the baby, and then... Wait, the baby that was in black with a black pacifier at the beginning of the... Yeah. They stole her? They steal the baby. They put the baby in the oven. To kill her? 
Who knows? Then they find the baby. Gryla comes down from the mountain. She's the witch that wants the baby. She's like, give me your baby. And then Sabrina's mom shows up. She's wearing a crown. I don't know why. And she's like, Lucy and Lucia tore me apart. And now I'm the princess of this day is basically what she said. And I didn't understand any of it. There is no princess of winter solstice. <laughs> there is no Yule princess. I They can't just make up fake holiday things. <laughs> this is what? Okay, and then she's like, I'm going to decide who gets the baby. And she's like, put the baby in a circle on the floor. And whoever pulls the baby out of the out of the circle wins the baby. And I thought, I know where this is headed. Is it heading in like the Solomon Christian direction? See, that's what I thought. But then so, um, Sabrina's family's like, no, we can't do it. Obviously, we don't want to hurt the baby. And then Sabrina's mom's like, okay, take the baby to Grilda. So Grilda takes the baby, and then Sabrina's like, oh, guess what? I bewitched a teddy bear to look like the baby. Boom. That's really just stupid. And then they save Roz, and, like, everything's okay. And that's the Sabrina Christmas Yule special. In a nutshell. I mean, look. Again. Cinematically, think it's a pretty show. Think it's, like, an interesting take on, like, a 90s classic. I think my real problem is that it feels like a, you don't have to get everything perfect, but it does feel like a team of people got together and said, we're going to do some very quick Wikipedia research on witchcraft and then write an entire show about it based on what we think would be interesting. I believe it is it has gone beyond like creative liberty, you know, um, to the point where it's just strangely and factual and it's also just like like I don't know you could be like oh it's winter solstice this is a time where I remember my mom best so we're gonna contact like you just have to write out the veil line you know what I mean and it's even a little <laughs> bit more accurate yeah. and so I just don't know like like why it, it feels disrespectful and I'm not opposed to people people making like witch shows but it's like it does feel like people got together didn't do any research and made a show about what they think dark witchcraft is and especially like i understand that there's all this demon satan imagery but like eat that aside like yule is a festive joyful holiday um and especially that the like incantation they said over the yule log is a ancient incantation so it's just it's a bizarre form of like it's like a bizarre like I don't want to say cultural appropriation because that's I don't want to appropriate that from like people of color <laughs> right but yeah. um it does feel like they've like taken something that is like sacred and they it, it it's they have taken something that is sacred and meaningful and important um and like bastardized it for capitalism which is usually how these these sort of things go. I just want you to imagine, like, if someone took Christianity and, like, got everything wrong and then made a film about it. Um, I will say I think it's interesting what you're saying about the, like, and I think you said this when I first brought up this show, too, is that, like, you can't have Satan because that exists only in a, like, Christian religion world, which is so interesting to me because I feel like people who are just watching this show, like, people who are not, um, 
witches probably have this as like more of an idea of what they you know perceive witchcraft to be like to them having satan be in a show is not normal i guess but like seems like oh yeah that makes sense because i know who satan is well, and I but do I believe it's like a continuation of this trope that like to do witchcraft you have to be in cahoots with Satan, yeah. which was propaganda which was spread to further like ostracize like pagan communities um, as Christianity like spread through Europe. So, I mean, it's not only like just wrong; it's also like it's just a level of deep commodification, manipulation of the public. Um, yeah, I just can't imagine, like, if you did a, a movie about, like, you know, Christianity, at, like, you, could, you couldn't get ev- things this, this wrong and have, like, people, like, the fact that Netflix, it's just, oh, it's also, like, Netflix is, like, have you seen, like, this stuff for, like, Insatiable or whatever that show with, it basically, <clears throat> I believe it's called Insatiable. It's, like, Debbie Ryan from. Yes, 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 yes. She's fat, and now she's skinny, and now all of her problems are solved. You know what I mean? It's just, like, Netflix has so much good content, but, like, they periodically make these just ridiculously offensive, like, pieces of trash. And it's, like, geez, Netflix. Like, if you did, how are you getting it so wrong? <laughs> I don't I don't think this is as offensive as that show. But maybe it is. Do you think it is? I mean, as a fat witch. <laughs> You're like, they're both offensive. <laughs> since, since I'm both, I can speak to both. Um, I think Insatiable's, like, offensive and, like, societally damaging. I, I think sub- I think Insatiable's super scary because it has the potential to reinforce eating disorders in millions of girls. I think... Sabrina is also deeply offensive because they're contributing to the oppression of women. I would, I would, I would go that far, but I think both are contributing to the oppression of women. I think insatiable is probably contributing to a more widespread oppression of women. Um, But like for them to go for a big company, like a big liberal company like Netflix to go and reinforce um, this idea that like, that equates women who choose to take charge of their spiritual path to Satan in a culture, which is still predominantly Christian. I believe that's violent. Um, I also believe hating fat people is violent. I mean, I think they're similar. I, I do believe it's an apples to orange is comparison. I mean, I guess if I had to like pick one, I do think insatiable is probably a tiny bit more damaging, but I'm more angry. I, I'm used to the media being like, we hate fat women. Yeah. <laughs> I'm less used to the, the media being like, oh, I've totally forgot. You worship Satan, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think that's interesting. I think that's a good point. I think it honestly probably just comes down to like a lack of understanding in general. Yeah. Well, and I also think like people look at something like insatiable and it's Im- everyone's immediately like, this is fucking offensive. You know, most n- most like woke folks will be like, this is <laughs> offensive. But I do think like witchcraft general knowledge has not spread enough that people are going to immediately look at Sabrina and be like, oh, this is wrong and offensive. And I believe people are more likely to take Sabrina as like representative of all witches mm-hmm. rather than tolerate the monstrosity that is insatiable. <laughs> Also, what the fuck, Debbie Ryan? Who the fuck are you? You were on the Sweet Life of on deck, uh, Sweet Life on Deck, and like, what? Yeah. My dog is a blog or something stupid. <laughs> my dog is a blog. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do know what you're talking. I don't think it's called that, but yeah. Oh, it's 
No, it's dog with a blog. And she wasn't on that. She was on um, with all the children. Yeah. Nah, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Well, I think with that, we, we come to a close. I'm Jen. And I'm Vic. And, and that's, that's the spook. I ate it already. <laughs> Jen is currently, oh my god. Jen put her bra, you know, we, do you want me to talk about it? Jen put her bra over my cat's head, and my cat's head is so small. Jen's boobs are so big <laughs> that it's smothered. I don't know. She's fine. She's living. She's thriving. She's chasing her tail.